Hello, hoo ha, woo ha. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? This is episode sixteen of From the Pocket, and we are joined by a very special guest today. Our first friend, ever guest. Our from first from ever pocket. guest. It's a it's a very significant day for us here at the From the Pocket Studio. Um, <laughs> our friend Nick. I don't know what's how to pronounce your guys? last name, Nick. I apologize. It's Ayler. I wanted to say Eller, but I I thought That's you may what all my get mad at me. And teachers and parents have said this whole time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so we got Nick. Yeah, so it's our it's our buddy Nick. Um, he is a Giants fan. So um, very sad for both he and I. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, who would have thought the Dolphins would be the best team out of out of the four of our teams? Uh, our friend Luke, Crazy. Is a Texans fan, but yeah, we had. Week seven was it? Week seven? Yeah, week, week seven. Four? I don't even remember anymore. Yeah, we had week seven football. The uh, season's moving. It just mashes all together at this point. We had what eleven games yesterday. We got one tonight. <coughs> uh, the Bears and the Rams. But yeah, I'm ready to. I'm ready to talk about these games if you guys are. Yeah, let's jump into it. All let's right. So, all right. Cool. So we'll start at the top. We'll go Steelers visiting the Titans. The Steelers. Ooh, the, uh, big, the heavyweight game. Yeah, they get the win. They the Steelers remain the only undefeated team in football, but it was a it was a bit of a nail biter. Mm-hmm. No, it probably shouldn't have been. I'll I'll go ahead and let Nick, our guest, go first. Nick, uh, what are your thoughts on this game? What did you What did you see? Oh, uh, let's see here. I enjoyed this game a lot. Um, yeah. The thing I noticed the most is I was talking to Christian about this. The Titans could not stop the Steelers on third down. There are a lot of third and longs that the Steelers had that just be a a little quick slant to a receiver, and they'd get the first. They couldn't really stop the run game at all either. And it sucks to lose on a missed field goal, but there's a lot of missed opportunities that the Titans had to put that game away. Mm-hmm. But good on them for uh, not letting them. Only, was it three points in the second half? And coming back from a 7-24 to 24 lead on them? Mm-hmm. Good on them, but... Feel bad for the Titans. Sucks not putting the game into overtime. But mm-hmm. the Steelers are legit this year. Only undefeated undefeated team. You give them credit where credit's due. We'll see how they fare against the Ravens this week and see if they're up there. Yeah, and I mean, I, I agree. That's that's going to be a huge matchup. That's a matchup I'm excited for. Real quick on that Steelers note, the third and longs that you said. Yeah, I mean, there was, there was you know, some of them were slants, but other ones, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger drops back. Mm-hmm. He yeah, has the ball, the ball for downfield. two minutes. I mean, at times it felt like it's like, <laughs> oh, this guy's just holding the ball back there, and then he, oh yeah, throws a fifteen-yard pass. That's a first down. Um, yeah, I did see a lot of that too. I I wanted to say real quick, and I'll let you go, Christian. Yeah. Uh, I think the turning point for me was it was twenty-four to seven. Yeah. And the Steelers were about to score a touchdown, and uh, you know the the Titans were able to hold them, and it was from that point on the the Titans were able to kind of get the momentum on their side and they were able to close the gap a little bit but yeah as Nick said unable to get that field goal at the end uh, Steven Goskowski just kind of pushed it a little bit to the right um and yeah I'm, I'm fortunate for the Titans but I I'm glad I didn't have to come in here today and say the Titans are fraudulent <laughs> what, what do you got Christian oh I just want to say I think Nick did a good job I think it was just a tell of two different halves you know the Steelers dominated that first half and the Titans kind of roared back and unfortunately just couldn't put it together um Derrick Henry didn't have a really good game uh 20 carries 75 yards that's 3.8 yards per carry and touchdown so I guess Ryan Clark from the uh 
from ESPN was right on that. But um, yeah, <laughs> good on the Steelers. They do look legit. I think they're. I probably put them as one of the best, probably the best team in the AFC in my opinion. But definitely, definitely top team. I I'm still not on that bandwagon. I've been a I've been yeah, on the Steelers sure. bandwagon since the start of the season. Uh, they were one of my four elite AFC teams, I guess you could say. I still think it goes to the Chiefs, but oh, no, yes. I the Steelers are they're one hundred percent legitimate and I'm as Nick as you said, Nick, I'm really excited to see them play the Ravens next week. That'll tell us a lot more about both yeah, those teams. I think I definitely think this matchup against the Ravens is gonna show where the Steelers are in the AFC. Mm. And uh for the Titans, you know, they gotta compete with uh looks like the Colts, but I, I do like this Titans team. They 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 really can play. I'll I'll give them that. I agree. Are we ready to move on to the next game, or did we have anything else we wanted to say? Um, no, we can move on. All right, we can move on to uh, my game of the week, and it was the best game of the week, absolutely. Cowboys visiting Washington. <laughs> uh, just a just a banger of a game. Just back and forth. Banger. Uh, 25-3 final. Uh, great game. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Nick, you, you want to start out? I know. I, know uh, I just want to so. give my <laughs> thoughts out to Andy Dalton. He took a Really, yeah. really bad hit, and oh, yeah, uh, that was I have the utmost respect for that guy to start off with. He's a great guy. I kind of made a couple jokes that as soon as he took that hit, he probably thought he was back in Cincinnati. Ah, yeah. It was, it was a pretty big hit. But um, it sucks because if you notice after that hit, none of the Cowboys, like, stand up for their QB. Like, usually after, like, maybe if Dak got hit, like, that entire O-line would be just on top of John Bostic, just you know, I like, uh, giving him like giving him like the like why you hit my quarterback, all that. I saw an undisputed this morning. Um, Shannon Sharp brought that point up uh, too. I you know that's not even something I thought about. That's a really interesting point. Yeah, I mean no, they they John Bostic. Nope, he was just kind of walking around. Nobody. I mean, and that was a blatantly brutal yes, hit. I mean, it wasn't bad like hit. you had to go back and look at the replay and figure it out. I mean, it was pretty clear from the get go. So. No, that's a really interesting point. I hadn't thought about that, uh, Christian. I don't. I don't know how much you have to say about this game. This was a pretty uh, sad game to watch. Yeah, I mean, look, Cowboys came out with some heart on that first drive. Washington held them to a uh, held them to a goal line stand, and then after they immediately got the safety right after that. Um, and after that, I they just they just lost all interest in playing this game. I felt like uh, Antonio Gibson. Uh, Washington's uh, rookie running back. He hit him up for 128 yards and a touchdown. Um, Terry McLaurin made uh, your rookie Trayvon Davis his uh, <laughs> Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, Trayvon Diggs made him his. Uh, um, uh, we know when <laughs> I don't want to say there, but uh, <laughs> 70 catch. He had 70 catch, 90 yards. He became Trayvon Diggs' father. Is that what yeah? Basically, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Logan Thompson. He also got a touchdown. Who is from what I heard from the broadcast, he was a former QB at Virginia Tech. They converted him to tight end. So, yeah, this game was pretty open and shut. The Cowboys are looking like one of the worst teams in the league. Like, I, I was watching Undisputed this morning, and and I think Shannon Sharp asked a question like, "What are you? What are they good at?" Nothing. They're not good at anything. <laughs> yeah, like, Zeke's not running the ball well. Um, I mean, their receivers are good. They're just not. Getting the opportunities and their defense is just on pace to be historically bad. 
Now, Jake, what did you think of your new third-string quarterback? <laughs> it's Ben Denucci season. Denucci. It's Ben Denucci season. That's what it is. No, I, I, we, me and Christian were watching the game, and we were hoping we were going to see like him Dude, I was hoping. <laughs> that first pass to Amari Cooper. It was awesome. It was, it was amazing. 32-yard <laughs> pass. Yeah, no, I was – you know, you're like, oh, maybe this guy's a god. Maybe this guy's going to be the savior. And then you find out, yeah, he's a seventh-round quarterback. <laughs> from That's James Madison. James Madison. Yeah, I had to find a gif of him from James Madison University to send to the group. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's – it's I, I I mean, yeah, I think Christian hit on the head. This is probably one of the worst – this is probably the, one of the two worst teams in the league. I'm not even sure if they can beat the Jets at this point. I, I mean, we were looking at their schedule – I don't know if they have another win on their schedule this year uh, at this point. Maybe they get the Bengals. Maybe they can beat the Giants again. Maybe they can beat Washington in the rematch. But this is this is going to be a 4-12 team at best at this point. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's horrible. It makes me very sad. Um, you have the draft to look forward to. <laughs> we do have the draft, and we're not draft players. Coming. You got draft yeah. capital at least. I'd like to think we'll trade down and maybe get a couple of firsts for it or maybe picks set up over the course of other years because there are so many holes this team has. We need offensive linemen, and we need defense. And if we can address both those concerns, maybe in two years we can be competitive again. But this is a this is a bad football team. That's just what it is. Uh, now, do one- you guys – oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, you no, go ahead. What were you going to say? Uh, now, do you guys sign a QB out of free agency or stick with Ben DiNucci's season? <laughs> I, I mean, you probably have to bring it if 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 Andy Dalton can't go, you probably have to bring in somebody to back him up. But since Ben DiNucci's been in the system, I think you gotta give Ben DiNucci the start. And if he sucks after a week or two, and Andy Dalton's still not back, you can go to that person you signed off the street. But I there think there's a certain I, uh, North Texas QB that is Mason Fine. Sign, yeah. I'd like. I wouldn't mind Mason Fine coming in. He I was, thought he was he, on a practice squad. No, he's uh, coaching in Oklahoma right now. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't mind having Mason Fine come in, but yeah, um, we're playing the Eagles next week, and that's just going to be brutal. Um, on Washington side of things, I really don't feel like I learned a lot about Washington. I thought they took care of business. I thought they were going to win this game. Uh, Kyle Allen's awful, um, and I really don't understand why. <laughs> he may. He looked great against Smith the Cowboys. In. Yeah, I, I get it. Everybody looks great against the Cowboys, but I feel like Ron <laughs> Rivera sitting here going, I told y'all Kyle Allen's good, and it's like, <laughs> why is he still your starter? Take him out. I would love to see Alex Smith get in. I, yeah. I agree. I, you can win games with Alex Smith. Kyle Allen's just a hindrance. So, I yeah. do think uh, Ron Rivera is an excellent coach, and I think he needs to build that team up more, like getting a QB. A QB he wants, not yeah. Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, absolutely. Get another weapon or two, get a running game, some linemen. Yeah, I mean, that that offense has got some work, and the back end of that defense still has some work to do. But Washington's coming along. They're going in the right direction. Um, Yeah, and they beat a division rival Cowboys they haven't beaten in a few years, so good for them. Um, Moving on to another division game in the AFC, the Bills and the Jets. This was a really weird game. It was. Uh, the Jets were up by, I think, 10 nothing at the beginning, and I mm-hmm. never was worried about them. Bills <laughs> get the win. Um, yeah, Nick, what, what do you got about this game? I, I don't know if you, if you saw I only watched about the first half of when the Jets were up 10-0, and I was like, wow, look at the Bills not scoring. And I just <laughs> kind of turned it off. Um, but from what I'm seeing, Josh Allen is still one of the – I think he's good. 
but not great. I think he still has a lot of growing up to do, or not like growing up, maturing, but like growing up in the system. Mm-hmm. Um, I see he went 18 for 19. And in, the, in the second half? Yeah. Okay. If I'm reading, if I'm reading this right, yeah. Yeah, I think he had so, 33 passes on the. It's day looking too. like looking like his his game was in the second half, and the Jets were, but the Jets are the Jets, and they're only out there playing against themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just an automatic dub for anybody playing the Jets is kind of what we've marked it as. Christian, uh, I don't know how much of this game you also saw. I know I, I didn't really see, see too much, much of it. Um, I'm a little just a little bit concerned on um. Buffalo on the Buffalo Bills side, as Nick pointed out, I think uh, Josh Allen needs some more maturing, especially in this offense. Uh, you know they, you know they came out slow, got off to a 10-0 start, and then I mean they came back, but I mean all their points was really just field goals. Uh, <laughs> um, I was looking reading this PF Pro Football Focus article on the game, and I just want to read this little slight for you real quick. The Bills entered the Jets' territory in all nine of their possessions, and not a single one ended with a touchdown. Instead, they made six field goals, missed two field goals, and lost a fumble. So um, that's how their day went. But you know they got out here with the win. They're the better team, and um, they're they're still ahead of Miami. Yeah, they're still on top of the division. Uh, what, what's their record now? Five, five and two. And two. Five mm-hmm. and two. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know. It's kind of weird because I think of the Bills and you go five and two. That's really good, but I don't know. It feels. Yeah, they've been looking. It's like a disappointing, skeptical five and two. Uh, these past three weeks have been pretty rough for them. Two straight losses, and then, I mean, going with all field goals on not on on your possessions. Uh, your I guess eight out of the nine of them is as you said. Uh, you're only gonna beat the Jets doing that. I mean, you're not, maybe the Cowboys too, but you're only like you're not beating any other team doing that. You got to finish those drives. So yeah, they are. I feel that uh, they are playing the Patriots next week, who are coming That'll off a rough two game losses, and then they play the Seahawks. So uh, it's another big test for them. See if they can um, get over that hump, like being the, one of those upper echelon teams. So they 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 got to beat Seattle that week to really like show like, hey, we we are legit. And uh, the Jets, they're going to lose next week. I don't even know who they're playing. Uh, um, yeah, I'm going to see who they're playing real quick. They're I'm playing sure they're the Cheese. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to that's a, that's a brutal. Uh, that's a fat L. 0-16, here we come. Yeah, I was no, telling this... Christian, this could, be the, this could be that weird game of the week where the Jets somehow just come out with a dub. Uh, I, I don't oh, think so. I think the Chiefs. Well, I'm just waiting for that game. <laughs> I, I want to be the right? one to predict it. <laughs> I mean, dude. The... But you'll never see me putting any money on the Jets. <laughs> Fair. You, no, no one should. Um, but, I man, wonder the, what that spread is going to be. The Chiefs can uh, win this game with their eyes closed. They could probably put in whoever their second string is on QB. For real, and still win this game. This will be Le'Veon's first. No, uh, he played in the Broncos game. But this is his uh, game against the Jets, so he's probably oh yeah, a lot of yeah, playing that's, time. That's, uh, that's a good game. That's a that's a good matchup. So what? Patrick Mahomes is going to pass it. Ah, eh, he'll still Andy Reid will still give him the ball a bunch of times. He'll still give Patrick Mahomes the ball forty times. I hope he does at least. That's that's always fun. But uh, yeah, sorry for the Jets. So good for the Bills. I hope the Bills can. Kind of turn this little skeptical feeling around. Um, we're ready to move on to another division game, though. The yeah, we can. Panthers traveling to the Saints, which was one of the good better game. games of I, the week. Very yeah. good game. 
Yeah, the uh, we, me and Christian both had the Saints winning, but we both also had the Panthers putting up a pretty good fight. And there was and they did. times, I mean, it looked like the Panthers could actually win this thing, but the Saints, uh, I think from the second half onward, the Saints really never relinquished control, or at least a lead. Uh, Nick, did you did you want to start us out here? Yeah, um, this is another missed field goal for the tie. Which is always heartbreaking. It was but, a 65 uh, Teddy yarder, Bridge, Teddy, it was DJ close. Moore had himself a very, very good game, and luckily I was, I had him on fantasy, so he helped me catch the dub this week. Um, him and Robbie Anderson had two very good games, and Teddy Bridgewater is looking really, really good this year. He's uh, had a few Alvin, rough patches. Alvin Kamara, gosh, that dude can run. <laughs> Um, see, the Saints loss did not have Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders, so um, it was looking like the rookie was getting most of the uh, catches. Yeah, uh, Marquez, Marquez Callaway. Callaway. Yeah. He, I think he was undrafted, too. Yeah, good on him. Always like seeing an undrafted player have himself a game. Um, I'm, still not, I'm still not convinced on the Saints being a contending team. They just haven't. They just, they just haven't showed me a lot. They're uh, the up front on their defensive line is very good. Like, there's no question there. I just think their problems really is in their secondary with the penalties and really just not getting key stops. Yeah, a lot of downs. a lot of defensive holding penalties um, that I saw. Uh, I think as far as the offense goes for the Saints. Um... You know, Drew Brees has quieted down those early concerns <laughs> about You're him. Ready not being to give up on him. I had <laughs> given up on him. I was vocally giving up on him. I still, <laughs> I still don't really believe in in his ability. To, I, I, talking about what Nick said, as far as them being contenders, these older quarterbacks they they don't really age well as the season goes on. So I I buy that Drew Brees can throw the ball down the field now. Okay, but I mean we get into. Uh, later November, uh, you know, December, uh, I'm, I'm skeptical of it. So yeah, I think I, I agree with y'all. I think the saints have a lot of kind of, kind of concerns really that, that I, this is not the same kind of saints we've seen in recent years. I will say though, uh, they do play the, uh, bucks in two weeks. They play this, they go to Chicago and then they go to Tampa. I think that's going to be a really telling game because I think they can beat everyone else in that division pretty easily. Well, probably not the Panthers again. Actually, have they played? Okay, they play the Panthers in Week 17, so we'll see how that looks up. But I think this big – we'll see where the Saints team is when they play Tampa uh, in two weeks. And they also still get to play Atlanta twice, so that helps them there. Um, but, yeah, uh, Panthers for their end, you know, they fall they fall behind – or they fall below 500 now. They're 3-4, they're, they're and four, but – I really, I'm really impressed no, with the Panthers. I, same. I did not expect this. I thought they would be scrappy, but I didn't think they'd be this scrappy. They're they're all in on Matt Rule. He's they should be. He's doing he's an excellent job wonders. over there. And it's only his first year coaching, so it seems like the Panthers are on the come up right now. And Teddy Bridgewater again did had a very very good game. Yeah, I mean both QBs did. They were just slicing up the secondary. I think I saw in a in an article I read for this game, uh, there was only 11 incompletions uh, between both QBs. <laughs> wow. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, right here in uh, PFF, Drew Brees and Teddy Bridgewater combined for 53 completions and only 11 incompletions. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. That's that's impressive right there. That's crazy. Um, yeah, and I, I was kind of hoping Teddy Bridgewater may edge out his old team, you know, the team he did take to 5-0 and last year. I mean, if look, if that field goal was any closer – uh, 
they could have. Oh, that that's that. Could have uh, hit yeah, that, that field goal. Had all the all the accuracy, just not the distance. It was right there. But uh, moving on to an interconference game, and I don't know how much all we'll have to say about this because I don't think the results were shocking at all. Uh, the Packers visiting the Texans, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, even without Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, I think he had four touchdowns on the day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just really great offensive day for them. Devontae Adams, I think, had two touchdowns as well. And the Texans, I, you know, off. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it would be a closer game at the beginning, but really the Packers came out and from the – get-go uh rolled uh yeah nick uh you you want to get us started on this what was was this game surprising to you at all or is it pretty straightforward in your opinion uh i did not watch this game at all yeah that's fair. from what <laughs> i'm seeing Aaron rogers had himself a day and so did Devonte adams Devonte adams with 196 yards and two touchdowns and uh aaron rogers with um four touchdowns 283 it's looking like vintage Aaron rogers out there um, Texas have a lot to figure out this off season um, with the firing of Bill O'Brien and the, how their cap is looking. Yeah, they're really they no capital. Have to, um, they the have rest. no first round picks. Am I wrong or right? No, yeah, you're, you're right, right on that. You're 100 uh, percent right. Miami on that. has their first round pick. Yeah, so um, trade deadline's coming up. Maybe they can get some more picks, but yeah, Texans have a lot to figure out. Packers are looking like one of the better teams in the NFC. Could make a big push in the playoffs. We'll see if they if they run into a team with a good defensive line. Um, they'll probably struggle, but for right now, yeah, I, I agree. Um, just rough game by the Texans. We, I mean, we we thought they. This is what we. <laughs> this is who we thought they were. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, they came out. In the, I'll give them that. They came out. They didn't have a good first half. They had a good second half. Um, I just this team just uh, just really. Uh, just reeling now off of just terrible decisions by Bill O'Brien. And, um, yeah, I have really not much to say. Jamal Jamal Williams stepped in for Aaron Jones. He had a pretty good game. He had 77 yards and a touchdown. Um, I think my only thoughts on this are, yeah, Texans continue to just fall behind in, in a division that – or, yeah, a division that has both the they Colts can. and the Titans. Uh, I mean, they, I don't think that's going to get any better for them. Uh, but the Packers, Funny you enough, know, the, oh, I saw uh, if the playoffs start today, the Colts would not be in it. Oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's a bit of a development. Um, I still think the Colts will go to the AFC Championship. They're my, they're my AFC Championship pick, so – I know it sounds a little crazy at this point with how well the Steelers are doing, but that's a hot take. I I think the Colts will do it. They that's gotta what I got. they gotta beat the Titans, but they're on a bye week this week, so uh, we'll see how they do. Want to move on to a? Uh... I, I had I had just one thing I wanted to say about oh, the Packers. Okay. Uh, the Packers, you know, they bounced back from getting blown out last week. <laughs> um, I I I still like the Packers as a viable team in the in the NFC just because. I don't think, like, you talk about those teams that match up well against them with those defensive lines. I just don't think those are a predominant problem in the NFC this year. So yeah, I think. The, with the yeah. 49ers kind of not being and, up to snuff. I mean, if the Bucks are as good, if the Bucks and the Saints are as good as it gets on the D line, I know the Packers already got blown out by the Bucks, but. I kind of like the Packers' odds there. I don't. I don't think the Packers are just out of contention like I felt they were last year. So those are my thoughts on the Packers. That's all I had. Um, Packers uh covered that minus four spread. 
clearly. So <laughs> uh, we can move on though to a division game in the AFC: the Browns visiting the Bengals. This is uh, round two for these two teams. They played in week two originally. Uh, the Browns coming off of a blowout loss to the Steelers. They had to play the Bengals, as we just established. The uh, the Bengals got plus three on the spread. Uh, and the Browns came back, and they were able to – I think the final score was 37-34, so we got a push there. Uh, Baker Mayfield with the last uh, game, game-winning game touchdown. Uh, Nick, what, what do you got on this? Did you see this game at all? Uh, when I did turn on the game, I had no idea which team was which. <laughs> <laughs> they both were in orange, whoa, so whoa. I was funny trying to tell. Um, uh, funny enough about this, uh, these both of these teams uh, – what was it, the Browns family uh, – what was the story on this team, Jake? You told me about it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't so remember. Paul Brown Paul Brown is, Paul Brown, is yeah. one of the main founders of the Cleveland Browns. They're named after him. Um, he invented the West Coast offense. And I can't remember exactly what happened, but he left the Cleveland Browns organization, and he created another expansion football team, the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals, and gave them the exact same color scheme, gave them the exact same like jersey look even, uh, the stadium they've changed it up so far, Paul Brown Stadium. Yeah, they've changed it up over the years. Um, but the Brown family still owns the Bengals, and yeah, I mean it's kind <laughs> of weird because Paul Brown. When we think of Paul Brown, he's a Cleveland Brown, but his team is more affiliated now in the present with the Bengals and the Browns. So that's that's that dynamic between those two teams. Both are horribly ran, so I guess it doesn't really matter. <laughs> uh, but talking about the game, uh, Baker after throwing one an interception on his first drive, came out and kind of silenced his critics, at least for this week. Had a 22 for 28, almost 300 yards and five touchdowns. Um, and um, he did it without Jarvis Landry. I'm not Jarvis Landry, uh, Odell Beckham. Uh, looks like he's going to be out for the season with a torn ACL. And, you know, it really wasn't the usual suspects that, that really he got the ball to. It was more Rashard Higgins, Harrison Bryant, their tight end that they drafted. Uh, this offseason, um, he had four catches, 56 yards, two touchdowns, and Donovan Peoples-Jones, he also, I think he caught that touchdown late, and both of their tight ends got a touchdown, not Kareem, David Njoku, and as I said, Harrison Bryant, but, um, yeah, Joe, poor Joe, I wish he was somewhere else, I wish he was somewhere else. They need to, they need to build around him. I, I think now they will – I really hope they don't at least fire this coaching staff at least for – I think they should give this coaching staff at least one more year just to see if they can figure it out. But this AFC North is very competitive, and they just really just don't have all the weaponry to compete right now. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think uh, my biggest takeaway – the Browns, again, this was kind of – they did what they were supposed to do. They should beat this team. They're better than this team in pretty much every facet. Uh, team wise um but I think the biggest thing for the Bengals or my biggest takeaway is the fact that the Bengals every loss they've all but one loss this year has come within a possession um and the only one that didn't was when they played the Ravens uh was it last week or a couple weeks ago I can't remember but yeah that was the only one every other game the Bengals have been in have been one possession games, so they're losing these games they're one five and one now they're losing these games by slim slim margins and I and it's not due to quarterback play yeah no Joe Burrow's been really good this year it's 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 talent and probably to an extent just coaching so that's 
that's kind of what I'm getting at, I guess, is I am a little concerned for this coaching staff. You know, if they get to the end of the season and they're three and 13 and, or I'm sorry, three, 12 and one. And, um, <laughs> you know, their record in one possession games is two and 10. Uh, I really, that concerns me for the future of Zach Taylor's regime. They just have to figure out how to win it really, especially with all the one possession games being decided. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, this is a one possession league. More than half of your games on average are going to come down to one possession. And you have a quarterback capable of winning those one possession games. So it's, I don't know, it's a little concerning. uh, I think a lot of that is on coaching. Um, They just don't know how to win. They're not calling the right things to win the game. Um, Just not coaching them up, giving them the confidence they need. Agreed, yeah. Yeah. are we ready to move on to our next game or anything yeah, else on this game? We want to move into the Detroit and Falcons game. That is where I was going. Yeah, you want to lead us in, Christian? Yeah. Uh, Atlanta dropped another fourth quarter lead. <laughs> uh, but both these quarterbacks played well. I'll give them that. They both threw for 300 yards. Um, both had a touchdown. Um, yeah. Kenny Galladay went off at six catch, 114 yards. TJ Hawkinson also caught the uh, game-winning touchdown, so that was cool to see for them. Um, I think what we're probably going to really talk about for this game was the Todd Gurley uh, accidental touchdown. Instead of uh, um, instead of just running the clock out, he he tried not to score. I think he didn't realize he was gonna. He broke. I think I think like when he broke through to the second level, he was like, "Oh, I need a you know." get down so uh we can run this clock out but um he couldn't and unfortunately cross the plane and um the gave detroit enough time to go down and score and win it um <laughs> and uh, yeah, you don't want to give I, matthew stafford time yeah and i just want to say uh, uh there's this one shot uh i their owner author blank was on the sideline and it was as Detroit was, uh, I think I think it was at the end of the game where they had just scored, and Arthur Blank is just sitting there with his hands on his hip, just looking disgusted with his team. <laughs> and I don't blame him. This is uh, this is disgusting. These blown fourth quarter leads, they they predate even Dan Quinn. I mean, this has been something <laughs> they've struggled with for the last ten years. So yeah, I mean, I I get it. He's looking around, going, what what do I have to do? <laughs> so I feel that uh, Nick did you have anything you wanted to add on this game yeah I think a lot back on the fourth quarter I think a lot of work needs to be done on the defense during yeah. the Falcons offseason and I'm curious to who they'll get as a new head coach and if even Matt Ryan will still be on the team after that Trevor Lawrence but, um, to Atlanta they could. Trevor they could. Lawrence season. thank for Trevor uh, but Kenny Galladay I think is maybe one of the most underrated receivers. Um, yeah, I, I got I got a chance to watch a little bit of the game. Just his ability to just come down with a 50-50 ball is, I think, amazing. And I'm a big fan of the contested catches, and he's probably one of the best I've seen do it this season. All right, and I think uh, I think I think the only thing I have to say on this is when we started watching this game, Christian and I we immediately we're both like why did we pick the falcons this does not <laughs> this does not look like the way they the both those teams just looked on the field at first glance it was like this this the lions are going to win this game even though the falcons did manage to have the lead throughout the bulk of it i just 
it felt like the Lions were just the better, I mean, more going prepared the team. Fourth, I guess it was uh, was it at fourteen to thirteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was neck and neck pretty much the whole game. So, uh, but yeah, Lions get the win. They find a uh, find a win, and the Falcons, you know, they they're coming off of a, their first win of the season uh, under Raheem Morris, and now they get a loss. So, bummer for the Falcons. Uh, we'll see how both these seasons play out. But really, these are two gutter teams in the NFC. I mean, Interesting. Are, I just saw. So the Detroit's three and three, and they're three and one on the road. Detroit? Oh, that's yeah. funny. Three and one on the wow. road. That's crazy. Um, uh, but so we want to move on to the Bucks Raiders. Yes, I got I, this I, game I right. I picked the Raiders yes. this game, but Ooh, I almost got it wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the Bucks, the Bucks did what I th- thought they sh- were going to do. I was kind of just hoping maybe Derek Carr would have some magic and they could, uh, you know, pull out a win. But no, nah, this Bucks team's really legit. Tom Brady played great. Over 369 yards, four touchdowns. Tom Brady played phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Scotty Miller had a big game. Uh, Chris Godwin and Rob Gronkowski all got catches uh, in over 50 yards, it seems, for all of them. Um, and I do want to point out the uh, Raiders' offensive line with uh, Trent Brown being out for COVID. Uh, it was looking like they just weren't. It was kind supposed of to be out there, yeah. Like, not a lot of preparation. I'm reading here on PFF that just looked like a lot of a lack of preparation for the O line. Yeah, it was kind of a mix mash. And another just a turnover, kind of heavy game for the Raiders. Uh, Derek Carr he threw a pick. He also had a fumble. Didn't lose it, but you know that's loss of yardage and that uh, messes up your offense's groove. But I will say, you know, they, they I, I I like this Raiders team. Maybe they're not as uh, talented as other teams, but I think they're really scrappy. I'll give them that. I mean, I think what this defense just—I mean, yeah, this were this defense really needs is work. A bad problem. Um, that that said, they were they were in the game early. It, it yeah, they really. I mean, the the Patriots or the Patriots. There it is again. God damn it. <laughs> I always do it. I always do it. No, the Bucks put up 21 points in the fourth quarter, which I think kind of made this look a little more Yeah, than it, made it, than it actually ugly. was. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. The Raiders have just had such an up-and-down season this year. Yeah, uh, they, They'll beat teams that you go, wow, I'm, I can't believe you beat them, and then they'll get blown out by teams that you think they should get blown out by. So it's it's really been uneven for them and on the Bucks side of things. I think you had them at uh... – Eight and eight, or did you have them like seven and nine? The Raiders. Yeah, I had them going five and eleven. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yes, <laughs> yes, I, I did. I had them going. They may get seven and nine, but I, I don't know. We'll. See. I, I think they could be in playoff contention. They've they've started out much better than I thought they would. So, um, on the Bucks side of things, yeah, I don't know. The Bucks, they got yeah. really. They They're got looking the, legit-ish. Yeah, they play the Giants next week. Sorry, Ooh. sorry, Nick. Um, Maybe we they, can come they, out with something. I hope so. Uh, they play the Saints. They also have the Rams, the Chiefs, um, and then Ooh, the two of their last game. three weeks, they play the Falcons, the Lions, and then the Falcons again. <laughs> That's their last three weeks of the season. So this team is looking like, at minimum, it's going to be at, if if everything falls apart for them. This is a ten and six <laughs> football team. Um, yeah, so I still don't really buy the Bucks. I've given a lot of thoughts on the Bucks. Uh, really? 
Well, yeah, I've said I've, I've, I like I've maintained defense. this on the books for the longest time. I've said I said they were going to start out slow, and then there was going to be an eight week period in the middle of the season where the Bucks were going to look like one of the best teams in the league, <laughs> and we were all going to be hyped on the Bucks, and we're all going to say they're contenders. And then Tom Brady's noodle arm is going to is going <laughs> to hit because he's forty one years old, and they're going to be not as good on the back end the last quarter of the season but we're not going to really notice it because they're still winning games and they're not playing bad te- or they're playing bad teams so they're going to go into the playoffs hyped as hell even though they have been kind of pulling back and then they're going to get beat in the wild card of the divisional and we're going to go well of course they got beat Tom Brady's been so bad these past few weeks that's <laughs> that's what I think is going to happen with the Bucks. so but yeah they got the win I thought they would get the win and that's good for them now does this game prove that Tom Brady is not a system QB. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tom uh, Brady, depend so. on who you ask. I know uh, uh, our boy Barry. <laughs> Barry <laughs> <laughs> will fight you to death on that. He'll go to his grave saying Tom Brady's overrated. He thinks J.J. Watt's better than Lawrence Taylor. What? Wow, that's a, that's a piping hot take if I've ever heard That's one. what I, mean, I I've thought, yeah. <laughs> piping hot. I'm like, man, that's like, well, Lawrence Taylor played against people working in grocery stores and stuff. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan played against off-duty firemen. Lawrence Taylor literally forced offensive lines to change how they they stood at the line of scrimmage. Like, what are you talking about? So anyway. I, I, I will say, J.J. Watt... And what the early 2010s, I think he made all decades for the 2010s. Oh, like during JJ that Watts, span, he was yeah. one of the best. Uh, def- he was the best defense player in the league. I mean, but no doubt, JJ Watt's a Hall of Famer. He's, he's yeah, no but, doubt. But he ain't Lawrence Taylor. I mean, Aaron Donald is generationally incredible, and even Aaron Donald, like Aaron Donald, maybe now is in the criteria to like, is he on Lawrence Taylor's level? Maybe like. That's how high of caliber Lawrence Taylor is. Is Aaron Donald? We're still not even sure if he's there. We'd have to compare him to one of the best D tackles out there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's also because you know Lawrence Taylor played linebacker. And, it's a little harder to compare those two. Coached by Bill Belichick. <laughs> he was, yeah, and Bill Parcells. But uh, a little off topic, but that's nevertheless yeah, yeah, that's still fun. <laughs> I have a good time getting off topic on football. We can move on to the Jaguars and the Chargers. Uh, pretty close game, pretty back and forth game, but the Chargers at at the end they were able to put it away. I think they won twenty nine to nineteen, thirty nine to twenty nine. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, thirty nine and twenty nine. Yeah, thirty nine. Um, I'll say, um, I I think we were all wrong about Justin Herbert. I yeah I I we I we I remember laughing at that pick, and I, I was watching it with Nick. I think we both laughed at that pick. We're like, really? You could add Isaiah yeah, Simmons. Yeah, they were supposed to draft Isaiah Simmons. And five, but no, they took Justin Herbert, and they're looking, they're looking pretty good. Um, almost three fifty on on the day in passing yards, hit three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Um, Keenan Allen had a big game. He had ten catches, hundred twenty five yards. Uh, bef- when we before we got here, uh, our boy Jalen Guyton from yeah, North Texas. It's looking like Justin Herbert and Jalen Guyton are the next uh, little duo. Looks like that good deep threat that they need. Um. But yeah, um, I feel bad for Jacksonville. Um, Gardner Minshew surprisingly didn't get benched this game. Um, he did get sacked five times though. So is that all on Gardner Minshew? This offensive line probably needs to be getting looked at too. Maybe they and need to be getting defense. benched. 
And then their defense, yeah, this ain't Saxonville no more. No, most yeah, I was really, I was really pissed off when I heard that Gardner Minshew may be benched. I was just, are you kidding? Oh, you gonna who, go to who you gonna go to? Who, who does go Jacksonville to? have on? Yeah, that's what we were saying. Like, who are you gonna bench him for? It's like one of those things. Like Gardner Minshew was having had some moments where you say, oh, this could be the time he gets benched, and it, I wonder if Doug Marone was just like. All right, fine. I was bluffing. I'm not actually going <laughs> to. I'm not, gonna I'm not insane. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, char- Chargers get the win. They beat a team they Finally. should have. Jaguars, unfortunately, is just this is this is what we all thought their season would be. Quite honestly, they shouldn't even have a win if you say that Colts won yeah. and week one was a fluke. So, I, I mean, won't. But more and more, know, it's kind of looking like it. But I mean, division game. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, the Chargers are becoming very competitive. They, yeah, they are, just they gotta still gotta got a little bit of work <laughs> to do. They just got to figure out these one possession games. If they can just figure out how to win these games, they they, they would have just a better record. Just throw it record. to Jalen Guyton. <laughs> just throw it to Jalen Guyton. North Texas made right there. I'm down for that. Yeah, no, I mean, I I wonder if Anthony Lynn will get a second chance. Um, a lot like the Bengals, I guess, in that way, where you have rookie quarterbacks that you say you should be able to win these one possession games why aren't you and for whatever reason whether it's the talent or the coaching or the scheme they're just unable to put these games away but they did this week i, I don't want to bag on them too much for that mm-hmm. i will say least. justin herbert i also he got in for a, a rushing touchdown show he had four total touchdowns on the game so uh 66 yards rushing too. all these young quarterbacks getting tons and tons of yards with their legs that's pretty yeah fun to see. well i think that's this is where this uh, i think we're in this new age of quarterbacks now that i think we're going to be at where it's not i think no more i don't know if i should say that but uh i don't i think now we're going to be asking qb <laughs> we're going to be asking qbs to be more mobile we're not going to see uh you know the traditional just uh five drop um quarterbacks anymore i think we're gonna need our quarterbacks now especially with how defenses are becoming more athletic and nickel packages and stuff are coming more prevalent in the uh in the nfl i think we're going to be asking our quarterbacks to be more mobile well i on that note and this is a totally separate side topic but it's 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 that classic debate of like you know at the early 2010s it was you had all these influx of mobile quarterbacks coming in, and it's like, oh, this is the future of the NFL. And then you had people saying, no, it's not. And then the pocket passer, I guess, ultimately kind of still wins championships, that kind of mentality. But it's it's such a, it's such a silly debate. It's as if, if, if you could have a quarterback that could throw from the pocket and was mobile, why would you not try to have that? Like the idea that people would be passing on mobility – because they could, th- like, I just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Of course, this was going to be where the league moved. Like, I just, yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I agree with you, Christian. I think it's just becoming a more mobile league. And I think every, you have quarterbacks now that just have much more, a wide variety, I guess, set of tools that they can, they can pass in the pocket now. They can throw on the run. They can run the ball themselves. You know, all these quarterbacks, they just do it all. So, I don't know. Do you have anything else you wanted to add, uh, on that, anybody? I don't know. <laughs> uh, kind of. I'm just. Topic. I'm excited for the Chargers' future. That's all. I am too. I've I always too. been a little bit of a fan of them. And I root for them whenever they're obviously not going against the Giants. I'm sorry uh, about that. The Philip Rivers, Eli Manning thing. <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, glad Justin Herbert's proven a lot of us wrong. 
<laughs> we should have been laughing at him when he got picked up. No, yeah, he's laughing at us now. He yeah. made us look like fools. <laughs> and what makes me even madder is the fact that in week one, we could have had Justin Herbert versus Joe Burrow, and we didn't yeah. get it because Justin Herbert sat on the bench for week one. They should have punctured his lung the, er, the week earlier, <laughs> I guess. Um, that's hey, a joke. Uh, I do. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor, got a, I got a feel for him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I want him to be successful in this league. It just seems like everything's against him. He just can't, get, getting, he can't get anything. He keeps getting brought in as this transition quarterback, and it's yeah. like, stop it. Nah, Tyrod deserves better than that. Let the so. guy start. Don't but, drop uh, the QB. 49ers and Patriots. This, I was dead wrong on. It was a blowout. It was <laughs> yeah, a blowout. I, I don't think I said it was going to be a blowout, but I did, I did pick the 49ers to win this game, and they did. Uh, but um, giving my piece on it, um, none of these quarterbacks played well. I know uh, Cam got benched. He had three interceptions, and Jarrett Stidham came in, went for six for 10, 64 yards, and he threw an interception. But Jimmy G also had uh, two interceptions too. So it was all really all about Jeff uh, Jeff Wilson. He had hey, North Texas right there. Represent. Yeah, he had 112 yards, three touchdowns. Man, it's crazy how we, we brought the North Texas guy – uh, in and we're talking about North Texas players. It's it the perfect. It's the perfect week to do it, right? We had all these North Texas players go off. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't know, Nick. Did you have anything else you wanted to add on this game? I really, uh, the Patriots just looked bad across the board. That's really all I have. I, I'm deeply concerned for this Patriots team at this point. Yeah. Well, it didn't I? I didn't get a chance to watch it, but from reading the little recap, it's not looking like either team played like super well. It just looks like. The running game for uh, San Francisco is better, so they scored more. But uh, did uh, Garoppolo get injured? Did he? I didn't hear about a Garoppolo injury. Yeah, I, I didn't either. Did did, uh, did another quarterback get snaps? No, it, it shows. Uh, uh, I think Jimmy I'm Garoppolo reading that too. he's coming off an injury. Him yeah, he, he, this, oh, is, this yeah. was his second week back from injury. He He played the Rams last week, and they won. No, this is his third game. His third, back. He played, yeah, because he, he played Miami. They got, got stopped by Miami. Yeah. He got benched. But hey, I'm I'm glad to see Jeff Wilson doing good. He's a good dude. Love it when he love it when he comes in the facility to work out during the off season. Really nice guy. I'm glad he's representing UNT right now because UNT. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say on UNT. <laughs> <laughs> on uh, real quick, I think the last thing I'll say about this 49ers Patriots game is uh. Yeah, Patriots. This they could have a losing record this year. I mean, it's starting to gear up for that. At that point, uh, well, they're two and four now, and yeah, this is this Cam is their Newton's, worst start since yeah. like early the early two thousands. It's probably I don't even think they were two and four in two thousand two. I don't think they've ever been two and four under Bill Belichick. Uh, maybe one year they were, but in like two thousand or something. I don't know. But as far as uh, the Forty ers go. Two straight wins for them. That's really good for them. They need those wins where they can get them, trying to keep up in this division. They got fortunate. The Cardinals gave a loss to the Seahawks. But, yeah, the Patriots, they're not competing for this division anymore. They honestly, they may come in behind Miami at this point. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, Miami's kind of – well, it depends on if we uh, if we lose this game against the Rams. Uh, that's going to be really telling with Tua. But uh, – if we come out and win, it's yeah. I think we're kind of just kind of we're just gonna run away with it because the Jets aren't doing anything. I yeah, think. Jets are dead. They're dead. <laughs> the Jets are dead in the water, and if the <laughs> Patriots, they're playing the Bills this next week. So if they lose again, I I'd, I'd kind of put them in in that category with the Jets too. 
yeah, I mean they're they're starting to get closer and closer to being dead in the water, which is good for the for the um the Dolphins because they are. I mean they're 500 right now, coming off a bye week, and they're playing the Rams uh, on Monday night, I think, or maybe it's not Monday night. No, it shouldn't be Monday, Monday night because the Rams it's are playing Monday night tonight. Game. That will be a good uh, game. No, it's a, it's at noon, so it's a okay. after, it's a noon game. That'll be an interesting game. So good good where, job. Oh, go ahead. Oh, where do the I was gonna ask where do the Patriots go from here? Um, I, I think you keep Cam. My opinion is you keep Cam, but this roster needs work. That offense was is bad, and like, who is Cam throwing to? Uh, uh, Julian Edelman. That's about it. And what his his running backs? I'm guessing Nikhil Harry hasn't been. Yeah, I don't, up to that first round. Nikhil Harry hasn't really been living it up, living up to that. So they need to get him some more options. Um, I, I would, I would make some calls like uh, this trade deadline's coming up. See if anybody's really shopping some wide receivers. They can have Evan Ingram. <laughs> Evan Ingram wouldn't be a bad uh, tight end for them, honestly. Be a good receiving option for Cam. But and I, he's got I that think... connection with the Giants. Bill Belichick does. So you think maybe they're willing to give him Evan now, Ingram? Possibly. Could Bill Belichick retire? Nah. That's a hot topic. I think, Not this. Nah. I think I he's think trying to Patriots. prove himself that, yeah, I can do this without Tom. And this season is looking like a wash. So I don't think he wants to go out on a, on a low note. On a side note, they did lose a lot of players to opting out. They did lose a lot of their players to opting out. We did talk about that in the beginning. Well, that, that's what I was, was going to bring up is Bill Belichick's got to be looking at next year going, you know, my defense is going to be significantly better this year. I'm not going to get pushed around up front like I like I am this year with, with my minimal front. I mean, his front seven is just scheme at this point. There's nobody <laughs> that can really, oh, I'm just going to take the game over. It's all scheme. So you got to think that'll be better for them next year. And then, yeah, they can, they can make some moves in the offseason to get Cam some weapons and maybe a little bit of bolstered protection up front. The Patriots are right back in this thing. I mean, they're right back in this. So, I, I, I think the Patriots, even though two and five looms, and it's probably they're probably <laughs> going to be two and five. Um, and hey, maybe they get a win, and we think about them differently. But I'm still optimistic about the Patriots' future. I mean, yeah, Bill Belichick and Cam Newton. That's a really good coach quarterback combination. So. Yeah, they have him for cheap too. They. Yeah, yeah they do. But, uh, I want to go to this marquee game of the week. Oh, yeah, the Chiefs and the Broncos. Uh, oh, yeah, we still have to talk about that game. Oh, you were actually you weren't being, you weren't being facetious. You were talking about the Seahawks Cardinals. No, yeah, we got the no, Chiefs yeah. Broncos. We'll, we can hurry through this one. Yeah, this was yeah. a blowout. Chiefs rolled. <laughs> Moving on. No, um, <laughs> no uh, the Chiefs, they, they've scored. I think they got a defensive touchdown, a special teams touchdown, and obviously Patrick Mahomes, they scored on offense. Uh, a real complete win for them. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really have much else to say on that. It was a snowy I, uh, game. It was a snowy game. I'm I'm really concerned for Drew Locke and his uh, job security. I will say uh, he's having a tough year this year. He had two interceptions in this game. I mean, um, I mean, yeah. I mean, we all know about those injuries, but I'm really just concerned. Hopefully, I don't think they're gonna move off him. I think they think that it's that this is their guy. I just think. They just probably need some more. Well, this isn't the first time uh, six <laughs> five white has been uh, John Elway's guy. <laughs> Fair. I, I I like him. I mean, I like what they did in this draft. You know, drafting KJ Hamler 
and Judy, uh, Jared Judy, but it's just not for some not reason. Coming together. It's just not coming together this year. You they could say so their defensive injuries. woes. Yeah, some injuries. Maybe I think they need to update this offensive line a little bit. I know I don't, he only get he got sacked three times. Um, yeah, but I just think yeah the, the Chiefs are just uh, light years ahead of this team. And yeah, was, I really I really don't have much to say about the Chiefs. I think the main thing I want to say about the Broncos is they beat the Patriots last week, which we you know at this point maybe isn't saying much, but um, I I really am glad I moved off of saying the Broncos were a surprise team. Um, in the offseason. I picked you the Cardinals them, as my Jake. surprise team, not the Broncos. Well, I mean, the Broncos, there's, they are the least interesting team in this division now. I mean, and it's not even close. Like, they're they're they, probably the worst they team are in the dead, division, they honestly. They are dead last. I mean, they're worse than the, the Chargers. Raiders. winning, and then the Chargers-Broncos is kind of a toss-up, it feels like. I mean, this is a bad – this is this football team, I think next year if they can get healthy and maybe Drew Locke, if he just maybe improves, I don't know. Maybe you see a little bit more out of him as the season goes on. But I don't know. This this is a franchise that feels like it's at a crossroads right now. Yeah, um, yeah I agree with that. One uh, key, just one more thing I want to talk about for the Chiefs. Yeah, sure. This was Le'Veon Bell's first game. He had, a, he had an okay game. He had six carries, 39 yards. Uh, that's 6.5 yards that's, a carry. That's so. solid. Yeah. yeah, I think his role next week will improve significantly. <laughs> they are playing Especially the Jets, the cheat, or the, not the cheat, the Jets. I I guarantee, I bet he's in Andy Reid's uh, front off in office right now. Like, bro, <laughs> give me the ball, play me. play me. I need to beat the hell out of this team, which I think the Chiefs will. The Jets are gonna get blown out of the water. But all right, so yes. let's get to this marquee game of the week. Yeah, this was a fun. This is one of the best games I, uh, probably of the year up to this point. I, I, I stopped watching phenomenal. this game, but I'm thinking I'm gonna go after this and watch this game. I still, I still do need to watch this game. I love Kyler Murray. Like, oh, Kyler Murray's amazing guy. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I, uh, after that kind of stomping of Dallas, but really not a good passing game for him. Uh, last week, but uh, this week he came out, threw for over, he threw it almost 50 times, Jesus Christ, but he completed, he was 34 for 48, 360 yards, three touchdowns, uh, he threw an interception, he also got in on the ground with uh, 14 carries, 67 yards and a touchdown, so four total touchdowns on this game, and I think that's the reason why uh, they won this game, he played phenomenal, um, there was this one play early in the first half I saw. He saw DeAndre Hopkins. They had a they had a, a replay on him, and he saw DeAndre Hopkins was uh, one-on-one with uh, their corner, Quentin Dunbar. And he just saw that matchup and smiled and threw a dot to DeAndre Hopkins. And, <laughs> yeah, um, Russ had a Russ had a unusual game, I see. Three interceptions. Russ's food got cold. <laughs> he got cold. I mean, he was cooking for a little bit, dude. They scored. When I opened up, when I started watching this game, they took it down. I think it was four plays, three minutes, touchdown. And uh, I was like, oh, yep, this is this is, this is is what this game is going to be. And um, not, but the Cardinals came out and fought. Tyler Lockett had a huge day. Oh, my God. He had 20 targets. 15 catches, 200 yards, and three touchdowns. DK Metcalf had a defense, had a tackle. <laughs> yeah, everyone's talking oh about that. 
does talk about the absolute speed of that guy. <laughs> How he's tall a, is he? Just a monster. Six four, two thirty. Yeah, he's he's a he's a big boy, and he got. Not speed. Buddha Baker. That that was supposed to be a pick six, but this dude just comes running in with that four two forty. And it's not like Buddha Baker slowed down. Buddha Baker just got caught. Buddha Baker looks behind him and saw DK Metcalf right Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he said, what? what? Uh, Isaiah Simmons also got, he got an interception on Russ, so you love Sealed to see the that. the game. Or not the game, but um, it put the Cardinals back in position to score at the end. Yeah, and Pat Pete also got an interception, so you love to see that. Pat Pete playing well. Um Buddha, Buddha's, Buddha Baker's looking like the best safety in the league at this moment. He's, he's been one, uh, definitely an elite safety so far this year. He's been one of the best. Uh, that, I'm so glad to see that Cardinals defense taking that that next step. Cause yeah, because especially since they lost Chandler Jones this season. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. As you said, Russ hit three interceptions. That's that's a brutal game for him, especially in a division game. It's a, it's a really really <laughs> important game. This division, I think, at this and point. Now I know the Rams are winning, but I think this is going to come down to these two teams. Yeah, I I was I was telling Nick, I think this 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 division is, I believe, the best division in the league. Yeah, at the moment, one hundred percent. Very, they're all very competitive. I mean, the 49ers are. They're the worst team in the league in that division. They're four, and, four three. and three. I mean, that's crazy. And one game behind Seattle and Arizona. And the Rams, they're four and two. They're playing tonight, so we'll see how they do. But oh yeah, they're playing the Bears. Yeah, that'll be a really good game. Which I'm sure in about thirty seconds we're going to be talking about, um, as if we've already seen. It. But at this point, we have not seen that game. So, but uh, yeah, I, I really it was a thirty-seven, thirty-four overtime thriller. The Seahawks. Uh, Cardinals game and uh, maybe this will be like last year's Seahawks 49ers right where you just have these classic NFC West right matchups so good on Kyler Murray outplayed Russell Wilson and that's hard good to do. on him um I still think Russ is the MVP but uh, after definitely. this week that's pretty rough it's a pretty rough take we'll see what happens next week with the Seahawks see if uh, Russ can bounce back who are they playing? They, the 49ers. And then they got the okay. Bills. So, Actually, really no, good matchups. Oh, and then they got the Rams, and then they got the Cardinals again. So, these next four weeks for the Seahawks are basically going to define their season. Yeah, yeah really going to be really telling. So, they're either going to be what, – what's their record now? They're 6-1. 5-1. Five and and five, so, their record's 5-1. and one. So, they'll either at the end of this be, what, 7-3, and three, which is not bad. But if they win all these, this is an 8-2, and 9-1 and one football team. That's your undisputed number one seed right there. Because then they go play the Eagles, the Giants, the Jets, Washington. Washington. Yeah. And that's four straight wins for them right there, in my opinion. And then they close with the Rams and the 49ers. So, a little bit of a tough division matchup at the end of the season, but... Yeah, I mean, I I'm still optimistic about the Seahawks despite this overtime loss. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't think this really showed us much. It just I think it more was more telling of the Cardinals team. Like this team is not giving up, and they're they're in it. Yeah, and as much as we were concerned about the Cardinals after they dropped those two games earlier this year, the <laughs> Jets and the, or the not the Jets, the uh, they they lost the, to the Lions, Lions and, they lost and Panthers. To the, yeah, yeah, Lions and Panthers. Uh, this is a playoff team. The Cardinals are going to yeah. be in the playoffs. Um, Most so that's definitely. awesome for them. Uh, quite honestly, I didn't think it was going to be possible, and I still don't think it'll happen, but it really is in play at this point. All four of those teams in the NFC West make the playoffs. I mean, they're all right there for it. So, Man, I, I, I wish we could 
uh, omit the NFC East, but uh, you can't yeah, do that. Yeah, if the Cowboys aren't going to win it, I'm down to omit them as well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I think that's it for now. That I wraps guess. it up. Yeah, well, you want to talk about know. the Monday night game? I, I know me and, me and you have already talked about it. Uh, we'll get who our picks were, but give our chance about Nick get his opinions. Yeah, yeah. If Nick wants to, yeah. Nick, what, what you got, Nick? Who you got winning this game tonight? Matt Bears at the Rams. Mm, I gotta say the Rams. I gotta give this Rams. one to the Rams. All right. I think I we'll went be, with the Bears. We right? both, you, yeah, you and I both went Bears. Yeah. yeah. All right, but no, I mean, I I almost picked the Rams a couple times. I it's a real solid matchup, so we'll see who wins. All right, I guess you could say that was a uh, quick twenty four <laughs> hours. Uh, but uh, yeah, we were wrong. Nick came on here as you just heard and picked the Rams, and uh, we didn't. So, yeah, Christian twenty four ten Bears fall to Rams Monday Night Football. Um, I know you said mm-hmm. you stopped watching this game because it was. A really just ugly, terrible, boring game. It was not not entertaining in any sense of the word. What you got on this one, Christian? Well, I mean, it looked like somewhat of a game in the first half. It was uh, at half. Bears were down three to ten, but it was just it was closer than what it seemed. It seemed closer than what it was. The Rams really just dominated this game throughout. Uh, Nick Foles threw two interceptions. Um, this running game is not good. I like David Montgomery, but. I mean, this Bears offensive line, uh, if they can't they can't run block and they're not pass blocking and Nick Foles showed you that he kind of needs that system around him. He had he was sacked four times. Um Aaron Donald got after him um and that that, that Rams defensive line and I, I I don't think the Rams really showed me anything. I think they just took care of a not really good opponent even though uh it's just it's just funny to think, you know, uh, the Bears really are still just looking for a quarterback. Yeah, and that to me is probably the biggest take. Well, first, I do want to give credit to the Rams. They they did they got a win outside of the NFC East, so that, yeah. that's good on the Rams. And I know the Bears. We all say we're a little skeptical of them, but the Bears are a five and one football team. So five I mean two. that that's or they are now five and two. Yes, <laughs> um, you know, but they are they they. They've been a legitimate team up to this point. They've they've done a good job. Have so. they really? I mean, that defense well, really is the the shining yeah. is the well, and that gets to that gets to what I was saying is okay. as far as the bear bears go is you know that defense has been the thing that carries them. It's been that thing for three years now, and Nick Foles is maybe better than Mitchell Trubisky, maybe a little more stable, but mm-hmm. you're still seeing they still have major problems on that offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, until they get that – I mean, they are that close to being a pretty complete team. I mean, as you can see, even with struggles on offense, they've managed a 5-2 and two record. So that's – I mean, that's something to write home about. But I, yeah, I am sure. a little concerned for the Bears on that side of the ball because Nick Foles, obviously, too, is not appearing to solve their problems. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, the Rams next week, they go play the Dolphins. My, yeah, I'm excited for that game. The Bears are going to play the Saints next week, and uh, that should be uh, – both of those matchups uh, are really intriguing in my opinion. Um, I think it's a good test for both of them. Uh, and it's obvious I think it's a good chance both those teams lose too just because the teams are going against uh, 
they're they, those teams are going against feel like yeah I mean the Saints obviously are still even though their struggles are one of the better teams in the NFC and the Dolphins are trending in the right direction so we'll see how both those teams fare but uh yeah I think that's it that's all I got yeah yeah that is, this is a uh, not a good game so that wraps it up um Nick thanks for coming on well, yeah we, Nick we I pre- have we you, appreciate uh, you coming on hope we have you more later on the season I hope so too yeah we probably won't get to talk much about our teams the Giants and the Cowboys will but you know still <laughs> be interesting I'm, I'm always about. I'm always good to rip into the Giants and <laughs> give them a recap I'm not looking forward to this Sunday yeah well I think you actually play in the Bucks Monday so oh yeah it is a prime Sunday time. you get some peace we have two Monday night games this year wow Wow! Look at us. Oh yeah, you played the Steelers in Week One. Oh yeah, and then y'all got the Thursday night game, so y'all got Another? that super. Oh yeah, y'all basically almost got a bye week. I mean, I know it's like a half bye anyway, but yeah. So all right, everybody. Oh, yeah, well. it is a Monday night. Awesome. Can't wait. Well, I think I think that's all I got. Y'all ready to sign off? Yeah, we can. All right, this is from the pocket. All right, everybody have a good week. Later, boys.